Welcome back to Alarm Vital, where we dive deep into mental health, spirituality, conscious living, and all things for the modern mystics. We're your hosts, Shelves and Mads, who crave divine discussions. But put away that maple syrup because we're not here to waffle. Let's dive straight into today's episode. All right, welcome, Em and Nat. How are you going? Good. Good, thank you. Excited. We've just done an off-camera little Valor scent tent, I guess you can call it, just to get us get us going. So we're all <laughs> valid up. We are. Yeah, love it. So how are you feeling today? You're a little bit nervy? I'm a little bit nervous just because this is new for me, but there's a lot of growth on the other side of fear, so I definitely wanted to say yes. Yes, I feel you. Before we started recording, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the toilet. I'm a bit nervous. I actually feel that way right now, but I'm just going to hold it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's honestly just a natural thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we are just going to skip over the um, go-tos and how I'm feeling for the week because this is another solo episode without Shelby um, and we've just got two of my fave oily gals on the podcast just to chat a little bit more about how the industry is a little bit unregulated, um, our journeys, the journey with our business as well. Um, It's just going to be a really big chat and I'm just so excited to have you girls on. It's just like, yay! (laughs) Alrighty, so let's just jump straight in and Nat, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the oily life? Well, I um, come from a completely different industry. Um, I, oh, just so you know, I am 30. I am a mum of two boys, uh, humans, and two male horses. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I probably like a year and a half ago had this shift in me that was like, I need to change industries. And I had been in the fashion industry for over 10 years. And um, Really? Yeah was running my own business and I just thought um, I need something different um, that was sort of more in line with um, my morals as they were developing and changing and I wanted something that wasn't about consumerism. I wanted to find something that was about helping people's health and I thought like, okay, well, you've got to go study like naturopathy or dietetics or something and I thought, well, I don't have – like it in me to go study for three years um so I thought how am I going to I don't know find find my like new way of providing for my family exactly new path and I thought well you can't really help people when you don't know things (laughs) so you can't give people health advice you know you've got to study so then I thought well maybe I'll do a herbalist course because then um I can learn the ways you can use plants for your own health and well-being um, and keep it within the home. You don't have to so much distribute it. And then at least in a way I could go from there and see if that, that like I enjoyed and, and I guess take it from there. And if I needed to study something else, I would. And that was like where I started. I enrolled in a herbalist course and I lasted 24 hours. And (laughs) uh, one of the like intro parts to the – course was like learning what plants you can use for what and how to forage them and find them in like your climate wherever you live and if you don't have them in the wild near you 
what you need to plant and how to plant it and how to harvest it and how to make the tinctures. And I was just like, oh my God, I hate gardening. I don't have time for DIYs. This isn't going to work yes. as much as it I just wasn't with it. you. Yeah. And then I literally like a couple months later, I walked past this woman at my son's school who just always looked like she floated as she walked and she was just this oily like she smelled like a goddess and she always glowed she always looked oily I said to her I just stopped her and I was like why do you always smell so good like what is happening right now and she said oh that is amazing that's a really (laughs) she was like oh it's oils um I sell oils and um she sold oils through doTERRA and um, I basically said, oh, like, I'm out of oils. Like, because at the time, I think I rotated between, like, three oils. And it was just mainly yeah. for smell. That's all I knew them for, just jasmine and, and I think it was geranium and bergamot. And I said, oh, like, I need some oils. Can I buy them through you? And she said, yeah. And she just happened to drop something like, oh, I've got this Zoom call happening about using oils in your life. Would you like to watch it? So I did had no idea like what it was about and then quickly learned that you can use oils for many things. And then it, the zoom finished with like, there's an incredible business opportunity. Would you like to learn about it? So I said, yes. And I dove in and was like researching as much as I could in doTERRA and their business. And I was really liking what I was seeing, but I still couldn't see it for me. I couldn't see how I could do it. I completely respected the way she did her business and she did a wonderful job, but it just wasn't for me. Um, I guess it was more of like a traditional concept, which was like hosting classes and doing things like that. Um, And so then... It didn't fit you at the time. No, it didn't. And I really couldn't see how I could do it and I guess be in line with me which is not this like full-on extrovert that wants to be out like holding classes in a sense I guess um so I mentioned it to my partner anyway that I was really interested in all the research I was doing and he came home one day from work and said oh my friend is getting retired because his wife works with oils and she's retiring him next month stop it yeah and I was like what what do you mean he's getting retired like I knew very well that he was like 30 so I was like what how is she retiring him like what even is that and then I still can't believe that happens I know and then he was like I'll get her Instagram because he said she does it on Instagram and that was at first like a click of inspiration or I guess like excitement for me because my friend who was with doTERRA didn't have an Instagram account didn't do anything on social media so I thought, I know Instagram. That's how I've run my business. Like for all these years, I speak that language. Show me Instagram. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. checked her out and that was Luna at A Plantiful Life. Oh, oh stop nice. it. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I, and, I didn't know that you guys knew Luna before YL. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I messaged her and I was like, Ben said that like you're retiring him. <laughs> I want to know about what you do <laughs> and like we meet up. So I met up with her and I think I was that nervous to talk to her that I pre- I think for the whole like hour and a half to two hours or whatever it was that we were sitting at the cafe, I just word vomited onto her and bought a kit of oils a few days later and actually knew nothing. I don't think I gave her a chance to tell me anything 
and <laughs> I just didn't I thought well I want the oils so I'll just buy them and I don't know what they're for and I was like I definitely don't need all 12 so I'll probably just give most of them away and yeah I bought Little did you know yeah yeah and I bought the kit and you know within a month I yeah had my kit was star and running through the business and the rest was history. And then now you are freaking through the universe. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get more into that a little bit later about the business side of things. How old are you? How old is your boys? My children? Yes. Five and a half. The human ones. And one and a half. Yeah, the two-legged ones. <laughs> How old are the horses? Yes. Uh, six and two. Oh, so they're so close. close. Yeah. So Nat has... Um, horsey babies as well. She's a big horsey gal, and but you look like you're in this magical like rainforest little. I don't know what is your terrain. We are subtropical here, so right. Um, it's so cool for anyone that's listening. We're near Byron Bay, um, so it's very <sighs> green and there's rainforest and waterfalls and beaches. When I'm coming around Australia, I'm just gonna pop straight in there and. I need, I love Byron Bay and even like the outskirts. I remember we were driving around the outskirts of Byron Bay. Me and my partner were just looking around like, holy, I can't believe this is real. Like, I want to live here. You can definitely pop in and see us. We're about 40 minutes from Byron, so it's not far at all. Hell yeah. You see the Hemsworths? I actually did see, I did see um, (gasps) Chris Hemsworth once at the Byron Markets. It was so good. I didn't go up to him though because I was a bit starstruck, but he was there with his family and his little girls. So I didn't want to bother him, but he's really, really tall in real life too. He's like a giant in real life. You know, he, I was coming out of a shop once and he was walking in and I was looking the opposite direction and I was walking and I went, bang and hit his chest oh no way sorry i would have like tried to smell him quickly or something <laughs> oh, it was like i was literally looking the opposite direction so as i'm walking full speed the side you of my face like me. went smack into his chest that is the start of a romance novel i'll tell you that <laughs> So we have we've both seen him, yeah, but we've not talked to him. I see his wife all the time at um this like famous um cafe restaurant place around here called the Farm. She's always there with the kids. <gasps> I want to die. I, I I was just asking that question as like a long winded. Oh yeah, but you actually have seen him, Holly. Yeah, my sister. Okay, been, that's like, it. I'm losing. coming her marbles because Zach Efron's here now and he's apparently been seen around with Chris she's like and he's her favorite she was in like Byron yeah Zach's moved to Byron oh wow Wait, been, what? Zach Efron has been house hunting in Byron Bay I didn't know that that's and cool he's been here like throughout COVID oh that's so good <gasps> yeah love all right. Zach. all right give me a one-way ticket to Byron I'm going <laughs> oh my goodness but Em, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I'm a bit nervous to talk about myself. It feels a little bit surreal, but I'm 30 and I have my son Noah. He's three and a half. I'm a single mum. And um, I've always been into health and wellness and kind of sustainable living personally, but it's not something that I ever really knew how to get into from like a career point of view 
And before yeah. I was doing Young Living, I was an interior designer and I love Stop it. That's why your house looks so good. Yeah, I love anything that's creative. Um, and it was a really good creative outlet for me, but I never felt like it was what I wanted to do and kind of like my passion in life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You didn't get that satisfaction, I guess? Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of thought, well, I'm going to do this because I love it. But I was always kind of looking for the next step of what I could do to kind of live out my passion. And it's funny, I used to always say to people, and I've said it to Nat before, that I wanted to start up some sort of a business where I was helping people to switch their homes over to more low-tox natural products. That's so funny. Yeah, I've been, Even before Young Living, she would say that. Yeah. yeah, I've been saying that for years and it's so funny that it's manifested and it's exactly what I'm doing now. Um, That's crazy. And then I stopped working as an interior designer last year because I kind of wanted to take a little bit of a break and go on a personal journey and find myself a little bit. And then um, Nat started working with Young Living and she kind of got me into it and she would come over to my house and she'd be telling me about these essential oils that she's using and how much she loves them and we would just be chatting back and forth about it all. And then she just said to me one day, like, why don't you, why don't you grab a kit and we'll talk about the business and that whole side of everything. So I did. And um, I kind of just threw myself into it, even though I don't know if mm-hmm. I was 100% ready. And I've never looked back. And honestly, I started doing the Young Living business in January and of this year. And this has been the most incredible year of my life. It honestly has. Yes, I have. I agree. I have grown and expanded so much in this year. And I really think it's because of being a part of this community of women that all support Mm, each other and our tribe and just doing what we do. And I really, really love it. And I love that I get to do it with Nat (laughs) because we live so close to each other. And, um... Yeah, that's a little bit about me. No, that's so perfect and I 100% agree. I remember when I – I'm jumping the gun. I always do this because we always get triggered in the conversations. But I remember when I first looked at your stories and and then we were – I was looking and then I got to Nats and then I got to Luna's and I was like doing this massive thing and everyone's like, oh, yeah, just love the community. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I like they're just saying that. Yeah. And then I got in there. And I was like, holy shit, I know what they're talking about now. Like, it is ridiculously supportive. And I was just like, holy shit, what is this? I am so happy that I'm here now. But, yeah, I 100% agree with you. It is just such a crazy moment to just jump in there and just be, like, welcomed by everyone. It was so great. Yeah. It sounds so corny until you actually experience it. Yeah, and it's like I actually love what I do each day. Like I want to wake up and I want to talk to all of the girls that I work with and the people that I'm helping switching their homes over to Lotox and I actually really love what I do and it's almost like Mm -hmm. a surreal experience because you think growing up that you have to get a job and that you're almost not going to like your job, but that you have to do it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. 100%. 100%.
I love what I do every single day, which is just so incredible. doesn't feel like work, does it? Yeah. It's like you actually look forward to doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, isn't it? It's crazy when they're like, oh, if you like your job, you, you will never work a day in your life and stuff like that. So true. But if we just transition a little bit now into your top favorite two oils at the moment, because I know it's hard to say overall, but at this very moment in time, what are you drawn towards your two favorite oils? Go! Okay. Um, I've been really struggling with this one, trying to think about two, but I think, I think right now I would have to say frankincense and peppermint yes that was unexpected I know I know I honestly you were gonna say valor I was I was gonna say valor but I feel like peppermint really deserves a highlight because I use it every single day and if I don't use it I really really miss it and I remember when I first got my kit and I looked at all of my 12 oils and I looked at peppermint and I thought Oh, I'm probably never going to use that because I don't really like the smell of so peppermint. I remember the exact conversation. You said like, oh, you know, I'll probably never use peppermint. It's just not really for me. And I remember I was like, no, 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 no. Put a drop on your hand and then breathe it in. Yeah. And it's honestly my favorite oil now. I do, I do a peppermint slingshot probably, which is where you put a drop of peppermint in your hand and then you inhale it. And I do that probably three times a day and I love it so much. It gives me so much energy and clarity and I love the smell of peppermint so much now. So I felt like it deserved a so do I. shout out. And then, I'm even um, eating the peppermint chocolate. I don't, yeah, see, I don't even like peppermint chocolate. I don't like anything peppermint. But Have then you- as soon as I tried Young Living's peppermint, that was it. Have you, Maddie, have you had the peppermint cookies and cream chocolate by Connoisseur? No. It's life-changing. But I'm just going to say this. In the ingredients, it says peppermint essential oil. I wonder what essential oil they're using because that, like, was a bit scary to me. I can't say I've eaten Connoisseur and ever bothered to read the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know what I'm getting in for, but that's so good that you read them. Yeah, I was like, where do they get that essential oil from? How pure is it? You know, what are we consuming? That is where the organic stuff comes in, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. But what about frankincense, Em? Um, before I started using Young Living's essential oils, I used to burn frankincense resin. So I always knew that I loved the smell of frankincense. But then when I tried Young Living's essential oil, the frankincense essential oil, it just had such an immediate impact on me of just a grounding sensation. And it really is so incredible. And I feel like you don't even understand the grounding sensation of frankincense essential oil until you try it. But I put a drop of the essential oil on the crown of my head every day and I breathe it in and it really does keep me grounded and focused and it helps me so much with just my nervous system and 
tackling the day and I just I absolutely love it I have them with me all the time peppermint and frankincense if I leave the house I take them and I put them in my bag they're just my yes my everything oils I know I ran out of it this month I need to I've got them on my ER order now and that's my son's that's my son Noah's favorite oil too he knows the word frankincense so much he says it to me every day yeah he's like are you putting your frankincense on so yeah I love it what about you Nat um 100% Valor is my definite go-to every single morning it's the one I go to the most throughout the day it just gives me the biggest pick-me-up biggest reboot motivation just it just sort of calms and soothes and uplifts all in one. So that's – and it just is the yes. best smell ever, as both of you know. So I use that oh. nonstop. I've actually gone through almost three bottles of Bella this month. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, but it's not just, like, my own use. It's also just my go-to. Whenever I'm making people perfumes, I add Bella for that bit of sweetness and that addictive smell. I feel like Bella is, like – the MSG of oils. Mm, it's yeah. so addictive. Yes. It has the oh, most that, beautiful that smell. <laughs> yeah, Valor is the MSG of oils. Um, <laughs> number two would be Peace and Calming. I actually smelt this one months ago and thought, oh, yeah, it's all right, and didn't think much of it. And then when I got it again recently, it blew me away with how amazing yeah. it is. I am so addicted to it. Obviously, it's like pretty self-explanatory what you use it for. Um, but I sort of go to it in similar times that I would grab Valor. It's just such a good emotional support one. And I use that every single day, at least once a day. Um, but it also just has such an incredible smell. It's so soothing when you diffuse it. And yes. I always put it on the kids as well when they're like being a bit cray-cray. Mm. That's the one that I go to if Noah's being a bit cray-cray. I go and I smell some Valor to just help me get through. Oh, they both. (laughs) Have you tried Peace and Calming too? Yeah, yeah, I love Peace and Calming. No, number two. Oh, no, I don't think so. I have. I've got it in my, it's good. I really like it. It's actually sweeter. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's yellow, not green. Really? Oh, wow. I'll have to get yeah. that one next. I think they made it when um, Valor went out of stock because something went wrong with the harvest. So anyone that doesn't know Young Living, they won't like harvest um, a plant or make an oil if they cannot keep it at the exact same like constituent value of its goodness. Um, so they made Peace and Calming too because one year they just couldn't produce it with the right um so yeah they changed wow I didn't know that yeah yeah oh that's amazing so getting into we're just talking about our favorite oils so what is your like current and most favorite spiritual or like oil kind of practice that you use just to bring you back down to earth or to lift you up however you kind of need yeah um so I have a daily ritual that I do for myself and I I like to call it a ritual because it makes it feel kind of more special to me and it's something that I started doing probably four months ago and I've been really consistent with it for the last even just the last two months and I've seen the most incredible change and um I 
having a ritual to do every day is something that I've always wanted to do and I've always seen people that meditate or do yoga or something personal for themselves every day and I thought oh I really want to do something like that too but just have never done it for some reason and like Mm. carved out time in my day for myself and kind of made excuses and since I have been taking time for myself every single day and sitting down in the sunshine and getting some vitamin d and just picking the oils that I feel like I need for that day for emotional support um, and just inhaling them and putting them on my skin and doing a little bit of stretching and breath work and manifestation I it's honestly I can feel it changing me so much it's so incredible and I feel like I've become one of those people that say like oh manifestation is so incredible breath work is so incredible but it really is and it really does work and it changes your mind frame and your whole subconscious when you just take time for yourself every single day to be grateful and to manifest the things that you want in your life and um 100% yeah and it's 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 not every single day but I try my best to fit it in especially around my son Noah and a lot of the time he's sitting there with me and he's a part of it with me and he really understands what mummy's doing and that she's taking some time for herself and yeah that's something that I love to do so important for him when he's older as well to take that time out as just to ground himself and use the oils to support him as well so that's so cute I know and I try and get him into it and taking deep breaths in and out and we put some oils on together and we'll pick an oracle card together and I'll read out his oracle card and tell him what it says so so yeah what about you what about you Nat so my current spiritual practice I would say it's um quite scattered I sort of have things that I must do every day but I just sort of fit it in when I can um but on a optimum typical day when I can make the time in the order that I want to do it it's usually that I take a moment in the morning just to use my oils that I feel like I need for that morning usually they're emotional support oils and I might use one or two as well just for my health whether it's these for my immunity or rosemary just because of all the like radiation and wi-fi that I'm constantly around being on computers and phones all day um, so I usually just put rosemary on my head and then I go to my emotional support oils to start and then I actually have my routine, which is like um, moments of breathing. Um, I just try to focus on deep breathing. I, when I can do um, Wim Hofing, um, which I really, really enjoy. My partner's more um, dedicated never done that before. to Wim Hofing. It's really incredible. Um I won't like go into it too much, but if you Google Wim Hofing and like its health benefits, it's amazing. And it's, you never knew you could hold your breath as long as you do after you Wim Hof. Like I, I've never heard of Wim Hofing. I think I'm going to Google it as soon as we are finished. It's, um, it's basically breathing really deep and going like, like over and over again for an, and you do it for I can't remember the exact thing it's 30 seconds my partner usually talks me through it then a break and then 30 seconds 
um, and you do it over and over again and you often pass out, um, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't passed out, but Miki does. Um, and then he, like the Wim Hof guy, combines it with yoga, but he has proven that like doing these things has stopped him from like getting disease i think he did this test where someone like put all these diseases on him like put them in his bloodstream and then he proved wow. that through breathing and cold water swims he could beat these like diseases um so anyway That's incredible yeah yeah and like after you wimp off for like a second like i don't know a couple of minutes you can hold your breath without even straining for minutes at a time like, I think I held my breath for almost three minutes without even getting to that point of like, like I was just like chilling and it got to three minutes. Like, it's incredible what that it does so to your lungs cool. and opening them up. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I off when I can. Um, and then um, I just... write that down. <laughs> I also just focus on um, chanting every second I can. And the kids have a very firm routine with doing their alms and their breathing and their chanting. So every day, um, usually on a school day, we'll do it when we're driving to school. So I'll say, um, what are you feeling like the world needs this morning? Um, does it need gold light or does it need pink light like does it need love does it need healing what is needed right now and we'll talk about the suffering that's going on in the world and what light might be good to heal um that's so beautiful yeah that is so beautiful now so then when we do our arms we each pick a color so i might pick gold olivier might pick pink and marley just goes yep and whatever and then we do our alms and um, we usually do our alms for at least like nine times and um, we like it's really important to pronounce your alms correctly because there's a lot of power in the vibration of the um, so the, so the vowels and the syllable, the vowels, yeah. Um, so we focus just like on the, the om word and doing it correctly and then um, when we feel like we've sent um enough light out like we we come and reconvene and say okay like do you feel like you've sent enough light out or do you need to send more and then we'll send more if necessary and then we have arm competitions to make it fun which is what they look forward to the most which is who can do the longest arm so we do that oh <laughs> and um, that is so freaking adorable I wow know. i can't wait to do that with my kids in the future yeah. <laughs> so that's what we usually do every 25 minute drive to school <laughs> and um and yeah, we try to do that every day. We do it at night as well. It's really cute because it's gotten them into a pattern where they know to go to it when they need to. So like if Marley gets upset and he hurts himself, Olivier will say like, do your arms, Marley, do your arms. And the two oh, of them will do my arms goodness. together. I feel like I'm going to incorporate some arms into like my, when I'm manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of doing breath work, I'm going to try doing some arms. Yeah. It's um, it's that so is so freaking cute. Yeah, so that's basically what we do at the moment. I like I do. I've done this routine since before Olivier was born in regards to sending the light out to the world, and I do my Gayatri mantra usually, not Oms, but I've just simplified it for the kids, so we just focus on Oms for them. But um, I remember my mum once said to me, you know, it's really important to do at least nine Gayatri mantras every day for the um healing of the world and um 
until you feel like you're at a level where you don't need to focus on sending light out, until you're at a level where just getting into that meditative state and doing your chanting is powerful enough with intention that you've, you're sort of beyond focusing on the visuals, um, focus on those visuals and see that healing light. So I used to do that. My prompt, because it's easy to forget to do these things, my prompt was that I would do it every night before I would get into bed. So I would sit in bed and put Olivier down and then go, okay, now is the time that I do my like nine chants and I focus on sending the healing light into the world. And honestly, not only does it lift you up, but it's helping the earth as well. I remember um, seeing a thing recently. What was it? It was like um, if you are making like positive choices and focusing on doing positive things and listening to positive things you are saving like or reversing the effects of 750,000 negative actions basically. yeah I, wow. I, I heard that as well your yeah. your kind of happy energy and vibration can yeah. stop the negative energy of 750,000 people yeah that's insane yeah so imagine I, if we all did that I know exactly if like we just took a moment one moment to do one om or one intentional thought for like world peace or healing imagine the if like the ripple effects that not only has on our own life but all the people around us yeah that's why that global insane. meditations whenever they do happen they're so powerful as well yeah wow well we're just gonna have a really sharp change of conversation now we're gonna um just I'm going to throw the question out there and we can all just have like our own little chat about it and what we think it means to us but when someone says like says when someone says like what does it mean when you say that the industry is unregulated like what does that actually mean well the oil like the essential oil industry is um like I I obviously this is my opinion. I just want to say this. Um, I'm not like, yeah. like very versed in the language, I guess. But my opinion is, which is a controversial one, is that, okay, so if we think about the fact that like the FDA in America and the TGA in Australia, they're the ones that decide, um, you know, whether we can ingest something, how... Um, something will be labelled, um, they're the ones that make those decisions. And those those companies are also heavily involved in the medical and pharmaceutical industries. So those companies make huge financial gains from um, vaccinations, from all of the different, um, I guess, pharmaceutical medications that are sold over the shelf and they play a big role in marketing those distributing those and just the labeling and the safety of them I guess um again that is like just from research I've done that I think that um so if we come back to the oil industry um USDA organic just in as like its certification for something to be USDA organic and essential oil, I mean, it has to have 5% essential oil, and that is it. That is insane. 95% of what is in that bottle can be, like, synthetic fillers. It can be toxic. There can be toxins in those synthetic fillers. 
it can be water, it can be um, other oils, it can be watered down by so many different things and um, just a little way that you can like very easily see if something is uh, mixed is if an essential oil company is doing clear, very clear, I guess, um, what is the word? Marketing. Yeah, just like a little bit more open book than some. They'll actually say that it's um, mixed. So it'll say on the front um, like one mil dash mil multi-purpose liquid, which means at least 50% of what in this bottle is a multi-purpose liquid. And multi-purpose liquid uh, is a bit of an umbrella, umbrella term, a little bit like fragrance, where it can cover lots of different things. You don't really know what multi-purpose liquid is. Uh, it might be different for different companies, um, but that basically means that if that essential oil says one mil dash mil multi-purpose liquid, that it's at least 50% something else. Um, and then there are also companies that don't even put that because they legally don't have to. They can have 100% pure essential oil and it's not. It only has to be 5% essential oil. That blows my and, mind. And that's legal too, which is yeah. the crazy thing. Yeah, um, it's legal. So it can be hard for a consumer to work out what's the truth and what what isn't the truth. Um, I was in Kmart recently and I went up to – one of the aisles and they had some essential oils there so of course it sparked my curiosity and I had to go up and have a look at them and um I think there was lavender peppermint and then there was a blend and I looked at the lavender oil and I looked at the ingredients and it said a hundred percent lavender essential oil and that is that lavender oil was three dollars for a 15 Um, mil and another thing is Which is crazy. If it says, like, lavender essential oil, then it means it's not. But if it says the scientific name, like, I can't even remember what lavender's scientific name is, but say it's, like, lavandula, like, if it said, like, lavandula oil, then they're using a pure essential oil, but it can still be only 5% because they don't have to tell you that it's been diluted. And let's just pretend that an essential oil isn't diluted. The other thing you need to think about is they, like a lot of them are exposed to herbicides and pesticides in the farming process. So when, like, if you think about those, like, videos that we have going around of, like, the broccoli test and all of the yucky stuff that's on the broccoli broccoli that we then wash half of it off with the thieves, if you think about bottling up all that disgusting stuff that's sitting on the surface of that broccoli and making an oil out of it and then putting that oil on your skin or potentially ingesting it or even just putting it in the diffuser in your lungs, filtering all those toxins coming out, there's really not much point in even using that oil because it's got so much toxicity in it. Even if the lavender might be calming, you're inhaling like chemicals Mm. chemicals that are so scary you don't even want to know what's in them you know so it's honestly insane it is it's so insane so like the only way to know 
the quality of an oil and if it's safe to diffuse, if it's safe to put on your skin and most definitely if it's safe to ingest is to know the company Mm. and know if they're transparent, know what their practices are. Like we can't really speak for any other company and what they do, but, you know, we can vouch for Young Living and how incredible their processes are at ensuring quality. Like they won't even harvest something unless it's at its peak constituents you know they're hand weeding all of these products that they're turning into oils and then they'll harvest it you know some products in the middle of the night to make sure that you know the frost is still on it because that's what's safeguarding the constituents and they'll be spending a huge amount more on labor costs and electricity costs just to harvest it in the middle of the night to ensure quality and their machine that like tests the quality of an oil it's in a floating room that's suspended by rubber so that this room inside of their headquarters cannot be affected by the vibrations of anyone like in any other part of the building because the tester that tests the like constituents and quality of the oil it's so minute and sensitive like yeah to the point that if someone walked up a hallway and it this machine was just in a normal room and it wasn't in a floating floor, just someone walking up the hallway in another part of the building would affect the results so much that they would have to like totally can that that oil and that batch for that year because the results would be That's off and show the constituents aren't at a good value. Yeah. So they do all the yeah. testing in a floating floor. If the points are off, I think it was by like point zero zero three it was like the most minute thing if the points are off by the tiniest bit they will not use that batch of oil yeah it's crazy that's when that it's it's funny to me when people are like oh my god essential oils are so expensive or like wow this essential oil is so affordable it must be like must be real isn't it but no it's cheap what what, what's the saying cheap isn't good and good isn't cheap um, yeah, that's yeah. Right. I, I feel I feel like I know the saying that you're going for, but I can't think of what it is. Yeah, but that that gets to the point. But the price does oh, really yeah. show the quality of of the oils. Um, and I mean, they're definitely the only essential oils that I would use and that I trust. And it really it really does come down to getting them for yourself and smelling them and using them topically. And you can really see the difference in Young Living's oils when you're using them. And then just knowing your background research of the amount of money that Young Living injects into their res- the research and the quality control side of, yeah. of their products and their seed to seal. Yeah, so it costs Young Living $12,000 per acre to weed the lavender fields where they make their lavender essential oil because of the manual labour of pulling out every single weed. But any other company that's spraying with like herbicides or pesticides, it's costing them about $60 per acre. Yeah. That is, that's very self-explanatory. So even just talking about like the question of the essential oil industry being unregulated it's really just about doing your own research and if you are into and if you are into essential oils or you're looking to get into essential oils 
just research all of the different companies and go onto their website, find a phone number, call them up, ask them some questions. Yeah. Young Living have the most amazing customer service center where you can call and they will answer every single one of your questions. I don't think there's ever been a question that I've asked that they haven't known the answer to. Yeah. Um, so that does really speak for itself as well. Um, it really does. Just ask them where are the oils from are they grown here how are they weeded are they exposed to herbicides and pesticides it's just those simple questions that can be the difference between like your wellness or your illness Mm. and that's something that Luna did um one of our other oily friends in the business she called up so many different companies and just asked those simple questions and then just getting those answers just really proved to see if those essential oils are, I guess, 100% pure or not. And it was just insane to see that Young Living, you can visit their farms, you don't have to get anyone to show you around. You can, I don't even think, what's the time that you can go there? There's no, like, set time. I'm pretty sure they're, like, the only oil company that you can can visit and go have a walk around the farms. Um, They're very strict that there's no negativity allowed or no swearing because frequencies impact the results of the oils um especially like if, i don't know if anyone knows about those studies what's that japanese guy's name that did all those famous um experiments like playing heavy metal music to plants and how they died versus playing um beautiful like um what is it um like chanting music no it was um just really orchestral old classical, classical yeah and that the plants just bloomed and he fed them and looked after them the same, but the music and the, the vibrations that they were exposed to made all the difference to their survival, basically. And so wow. the same goes with the oils. Young Living, like if anyone's negative or swears around the oils or the plants, they have to leave whether they're like an employee or not. That's crazy. And that was going to be my my next question was like, why is Young Living so different than the rest of everyone? And I guess it's just that regulation and how they can take care of us. And especially in relation to the business as well, like the compensation plan, the things that they do for us, the things that we can um, get, like the opportunities are just insane. And I've never known a company to be so giving, I guess you could say, but that's in relation to the business but for them and their oils themselves it's just insane of as you said it's twelve thousand dollars an acre to just weed manually weed um compared to other companies that use sixty dollars per acre and that's what's the difference is the amount of care and um, time that they take into making sure that our money is being you know spent worthy is that the word not worthy that we're getting what we pay for, I guess we could say. Yeah, I think their whole culture is about taking that low-tox journey and looking after not only your own personal health but the health of the planet. And, you know, it's really counterproductive to cut any corners or use anything that's, like, toxic at all. You know, if you're going to use an oil that's not pure it's completely defeating the purpose of using the oil in the first place. So everything they do is like to better our footprint on this earth, I guess. And it's just a really ethical company, which, um, yeah, it was why I chose them. Definitely. And their packaging is all sustainable as well, which is amazing. 
So now we've kind of chatted. I swear the words that are coming out of my mouth aren't <laughs> correct. But now that we've chatted about just Young Living as a whole, I think we should do a bit of a deep dive into the business and what that's provided for us and where we're at with the business and where we can be. Um, but just saying quickly, Nat, how long have you been in the business and where are you at? I have been in the business. This is my seventh month and I'm at the rank of silver, which is an average of 2000 US per month. Yeah. yeah. And I've been doing the business for six months and I'm at the rank of senior star. Yeah. And I am the same as, well, how long have I been? I think it would be three, three or four months. I think you've. I know your you're doing maybe? so incredible. You're flying along. I think it's three months. Yeah, this is your fourth month, I think. Yeah, and I'm at senior star as well. So we're all just getting there, hitting our goals. And um, for anyone that doesn't know, the ranks go. So you go star, and then you go senior star, and then you go executive, silver, gold, platinum, and then you're just crazy up up the top. There's a there's a few more up the top, but. <laughs> that is crazy up there um but I just wanted to start off and just say how have you guys or if you have overcome any negativity and personal doubts in your business and your personal life um yeah do you mean negativity and doubts in our personal life towards the business or yeah so I know for me personally because technically like we're in an MLM business and I know that a lot of people um are a bit sketchy towards that and have the wrong idea and all the stereotypes so did you have that kind of belief pattern of oh my god I'm joining a pyramid scheme like how are you in regards to that um well I think I've had a really good run with um negativity or bullying or anything like that and um young living isn't a pyramid scheme and it is an MLM but um I think that one of the things that I really had to come over in term overcome in terms of a doubt is before I decided to get into the young living business I was very much not present on social media at all. I think I had yeah. an Instagram page but it had almost been inactive for about 2 years and I just had to really sit down and have a think about how I wanted to do this business and how I wanted to share and I knew that I really did want to share online and I think that it was a really big moment for me to just overcome any self-doubt about what other people would think about me sharing Mm -hmm. online and kind of having a presence online and I think it's all about ego and having egoic thoughts and just letting go of any egoic thoughts of what other people might think of you because at the end of the day it's only what you think about yourself that is important and that and the value that you put on yourself and I think that that was a big thing for me and I kind of just had a moment when I decided to do the business and I was just like you just have to get over yourself you really do you just have to be like you know what get over yourself you know you know how amazing you are and so exactly if you're going to be sharing online you just have to be a hundred percent authentic and just really really go for it 
And I think that one of my biggest whys for why I wanted to do the Young Living business is because I wanted to help people to have a more natural and sustainable lifestyle with low-tox products. But the other thing is that I really, especially having my son Noah, who's three, I didn't want to go back to a job, like a nine-to-five job. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, and like have to put him into daycare full-time and it's just it just felt like so strange to me and it's really not something that I wanted to do and I knew that I always wanted to get into a career path as well where I could be a stay-at-home mum at the same time and and have a more slow living lifestyle with my son and so that was a big push for me to just really get over any fears that I had at all about the business and about sharing online. And the funny thing is, in years' time, we're going to be earning more than we ever would in a nine-to-five and we're just going to be living our best life. That's it. This business is really, you can carve it out however it is that you want to. It can be different for every single person. You can grow as fast as you choose to grow and then have the most incredible residual income in a couple of years' time. Yeah, 100%. What about you, Nat? Did you have any sort of like mental negativity about the business and your personal life yeah I had huge blockages in very similar areas I um I it's really I guess arrogant in a way my blockages and it was I had this thing of like I can't be seen to like sell I can't show my face on Instagram like representing a product I'm selling like that just isn't me people are gonna think I'm annoying um they're gonna put me like I'm an oil seller thing uh I just yeah and like a lot of people had that like MLM stigma I just thought I've tried an MLM business before a long time ago not interested to do it again I know like how sleazy and yuck people can be that do those businesses uh so it was that was my blockage but then I had the flip side of like I was watching the girls in our team and they were not being salesy Mm. and I was watching them grow and I was watching them show their face in the most beautiful way and I thought why am I jealous and so like admiring and I'm so inspired by what they're doing yet I'm telling myself I can't do it yeah. And it was in that moment that oh, I was 100. like, oh, mm. my God, these are just, like, blockages that don't even exist. They're, they're, they're just yeah. – you're just shaming yourself in fear. Like, so I thought you've just got to jump off the cliff, do the things, share what you're using and get uncomfortable because whatever they're doing is magical and <laughs> I want a part of that. Yeah. So, and it's working. So, and honestly, I, it's so funny now that I look back at like what my fears were and I just think, oh, like how held back you were by your fears. Like I feel so happy and so free. I know that like not only myself but our whole team runs this business with so much love and integrity. And so authentically. So authentically. It's the most beautiful business and it's like it, when you realise that any fears that you have completely go away and you just realize hang on a second like this is an incredible blessing and um yeah it's just 
it's just a gift it really is a hundred percent I was the exact same as you Nat I was just like oh my goodness everyone's going to put me in the category of this other company that like pesters people and they're very like sketchy and I was just like oh my gosh I don't want to seem like annoying and then we had to you know post all those stories I'm like well I do that anyway before I started the business I would post um, brands that I was loving or things that I was doing it was it came quite natural so talking about the oils wasn't an issue with me it was the fact of like okay I have to talk about the business and that that's still in my head stopping me a little bit more because I'm like okay no people don't know that you that you're in the business with Young Living they just think that you use their products like no one really knows that I actually earn like commission anymore so now I'm starting to slowly implement in business chats um but yeah that was the biggest thing that has stopped me as well as well as being thinking I will 100% admit that I had that um MLM stigma belief Mm. it's almost been like ingrained into us as well 100% yeah and I feel like I have been so proven wrong and I've proved a lot of people that are close to me as well wrong because they're like because they see what I'm doing they see how I'm growing and they're just like wow like you're actually you're actually doing this you're actually doing things you're getting somewhere and I'm like yeah yeah I told you it's not a freaking pyramid scheme it really is like that and and I had those people in the beginning as well that kind of thought that I was getting into this network marketing business and that it wasn't a good idea and I had a moment and I just said to myself like you do you and you just like let the results speak for themselves and then that's exactly what I've been doing and those people have been seeing those results it's so funny too because like we have no control over other people's blockages either so it's like no matter how successful you're going to be there's always going to be people with blockages it's like um Danielle uh one of our mentors who's a wall crown diamond she still says that like her uncle and family members are like well, what do you actually do yeah are you still <laughs> selling those oils and you know she's on hundreds of thousands of dollars a month yeah a do month. you want to see my paycheck yeah yeah and it's like my dad I feel like last time I spoke to him he was like are you still doing that oil thing and it's like yeah, I am still doing that oil thing. I have over 200 people in my team and it's it's not just an oil thing, even though like some yeah, people yeah. can't wrap their head around it. It's, yeah, it's more than just this. I know, my dad, bless him, he's making me little oil shelves. He's so excited. Oh, Aww. that's so amazing. Sometimes it does yeah. kind yeah. of feel like a bit of a, like a bubble that we're in with our community and our tribe and you just want other people to come in and be a part of it so that they can experience for themselves how amazing it is and the support network that there is and how authentic like the whole process is and I think that the other thing with sharing online is that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea there's going to be people that don't want to follow you and aren't interested in following you. But then there's the other people that message me and just say that I, you know, I inspired them so much that day with something that I was talking about and they'll have a need and then we'll talk about how an essential oil can help them with that need. And so there's kind of like the good and the bad that comes with it. Yeah, and what's so magical is like, you know, what's obviously so 
um, important to our business and our team is remaining true to yourself and being yourself and not trying to be like or be anyone else. So within that, the tribe that you are calling in is so in tune to you and alike to you. And it's like, it's like this magical place where you're running a business and you're meeting all of your best friends from all over the world that you never would have met without this business. No, no exactly. And that's something. I never would have met you. Any of you. Yeah, and that's why that's something we say in this business is find your tribe because it really it is. It matters who you sign up with. Yeah, it matters who you sign up with and it's about finding your people that you want to be doing this with that are just vibrating on the same level as you. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. It's oh, it gives me chills because I'm like, I can't believe this is my life now. Like, it's I'm excited. Yeah, and can I just add because people will not know, and this is such like a materialistic bonus, but can we just talk about the trips that we can go on? <laughs> oh, yeah, honestly, sometimes I forget, and then I'll have a moment and be like, wait, there's some incredible trips coming up that are all expenses paid that you can go on which is just almost feels like a dream until they're I'm happening. Like, and then you're like, COVID. wow, this is happening right now. I can't wait to go on those trips when I reach that time. Uh, How crazy that is it that Bora Bora is on the table right now? Oh, and I was looking at the leaderboard and I was like, I'm nowhere to be seen. Oh, my God. I didn't even know there was a leaderboard. <laughs> I didn't know there was a leaderboard either. Yeah. No, I couldn't find any Australia. I think I must be in the wrong spot, but yeah, anyway. And I know we were kind of talking about this before, but how do you think you maintain that thriving business? And that could be on social media when you're talking to people. Like, do you think it's just showing up? Um, A hundred percent, a hundred percent. There's momentum in sharing what you're doing um, because people can't come to you with a need or people can't see all the incredible things that you're using and all the stuff that you're learning if you're not sharing it. So 100% like the momentum is in sharing what you're using online. Um, But within that, like I think every business needs to have its ebb and flows as well. There's, It's impossible to run full steam your whole life without stopping for a break so I feel like for myself it's really important that I keep sharing with everyone what I'm using because that's what I do and it's not hard to show up for five minutes each day and show people what you're using but also you need to like surrender to the flow as well and um and be consistent and be consistent and the magic yeah. happens in that sweet spot in showing up and sharing what you're using definitely and consistent and then the other thing as well about um I forget what the question Maddie was Maddie was it having a thriving like how, business how do you maintain yeah. yeah I think it's about being an example as well of of this business and like I think there's a saying and I can't remember what it is, but you you have to, it's like a business, but it's also a personal growth journey as well. And I think well, that always. if you're not being the example of how to have a more conscious lifestyle and use low-tox products and all of that sort of thing, then your business isn't going to thrive because you're not going to be attracting people 
that want to be doing this with you and want you to be their support network and their mentor. It's so important to be authentic and like share the real you beyond oils. Like half of our job is just sharing what we like doing and what we're doing in our day outside of oils because people need to see that like you are a human and that like you have something in common that there's there's aspects that they can see like oh okay is she just selling something or does she actually like care about being a conscious like consumer and yeah and leading by example with it all yeah you've got to like show people who you are so that they can decide if they want to like join your business or or chat to you about your products you know it's like you always say being vulnerable is so important because mm. so no one's just going to connect with you if you're just blank faced, if you're not showing your life, if you're just going, oh, I really love this oil. Next, how about you buy it? It's like, no, like why is it affecting you? Why are you feeling like this? And it's definitely up to each person to be vulnerable if they want to be vulnerable, as you say, Nat, like on stories or if they want to be vulnerable if they're having a chat person to person. But I feel like, yeah, the vulnerability, consistency, and just leading by example is just so many three really big aspects of what makes this business thrive I think Mm. yeah and I know I can probably speak for all of us when I say that like the reason why this business is so enjoyable is because when you're authentic to you and authentic to what you're doing and what you're using it's not work it's Mm. not hard work and you never feel like it's a labor because you're just 100%. sharing you and that's it and it's like who doesn't want to do that who doesn't want to just share what they're doing in their life and make conscious efforts to help the earth and help themselves it's like it's like a no-brainer to me how incredible this business is mm, definitely mic drop so our second last question i think is what some advice you could give to someone who is wanting to start their own business? Like how do how do we get into it? What do we do? What do you mean this kind of business or just a yes. business? Yes, in this young living business. Just speaking from personal experience, but my advice for anybody that is wanting to start their own business is to just go for it a hundred percent. Even if you don't think that you're ready, just go for it because it's one of those things that you don't know if you're ever going to be 100% ready or have all of the information that you need or have all of the financial support you need. But there's no better day to start than today. And that's basically exactly how I felt when I started this business. I didn't feel like I was ready, but I really did just jump into it. And it was the best decision that I made. And looking back on the last six months and thinking, wow, what if I didn't say yes six months ago and I was only just saying yes now and thinking about all of the growth that I've had in the last six months. So definitely just go for it, live every single day as it comes, do as much research as you can and really just back yourself. Yeah, 100%. And I remember I used to think like when we were chatting him and I was just like, well, I don't know anything about wheels. Like how can I say, how can I join a business if I don't know anything? But you learn so quickly when it's your passion and when you're interested in it. So that was definitely such a no brainer. I don't even know why I thought about that. It's not an issue if you don't know anything because you have so much support, so many resources. And um, 
for everyone who might be interested, we go through this little mentorship um, or you can go through a boot camp. It really depends on the person, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, and it just gives you such a clear example of what's what you have to do or like what is kind of um, not expected. What's the word I'm looking for? It really just gives you all of the information that you need about what this business could be if it's what you choose to do. And I think it's such an amazing thing that our team offers to people when they're thinking about getting into this business because they can get to the end of the mentorship that goes for 14 days and they can really decide if it's what they want for themselves or not. Yeah. It's so empowering too. Like I know that I would not be silver right now if I did not join under Luna. Yeah. No way. No way. So it really is so important who you sign up with not only as a human being because, you know, you're going to be talking to that person every day. They're going to be your, like, mentor and your oily best friend, but also the resources that they have to give you. Everyone has a different team, different resources, so you really want to make sure that whoever you're signing up with is really in line with who you are and where you want to be. Oh, you couldn't have said that perfectly. Oh, so good. I'm just like so happy. But, but also just a little side note in there. If you're someone like me who goes through things really quickly and you just get very excited, I did the mentorship in like two days. <laughs> so if you were like 14 days, oh my goodness, don't worry. It's easy to do it sooner if you're so, if you're like me and you're excited. Yeah, you it's, it's 14 days of a little bit of information each day for people that might become overwhelmed and then you can smash it out in two days like Maddie did and then message me at midnight and tell me that she's in <laughs> and that she Look, wants I to be I was excited and I forget about the time zones. <laughs> I woke up to that message, Maddie, of just you saying, yep, so I've done the mentorship and I've looked at all the girls on the team and I 100% want to be a part of this business. <laughs> I, felt I was a bit excited. Oh, my God, I was so obsessed. So the last question is how do you balance your life? So how do you balance your social, you know, social life, work, um, work being your business and then like being a mum like is it all very difficult or are you guys just like wizards and do it all at once um, I, I think that um one of the one of our uplines Charlotte I was listening to a zoom call that she did the other night and she said it in a really authentic way which might not be the answer that people want to hear but you don't ever necessarily find that perfect balance. You just, yeah, you just basically wake up every day and you just go for it and you do the best that you can because um, being a mom, especially when you have a small child that isn't at school yet, that's with you all the time and really is your top priority, you just really try and find that balance every every single day and it really is a work in progress and it's just about figuring out what your priorities are and what's important to you for the for that day really and I think that um for me I find taking time each morning and taking time each night to kind of try my best to 
structure the day and work yeah, out yeah. times that I can be more um, present with my work and times that I can be more present with my son. That's something that really does help me. But I think that every every day is a different day and you just really have to do the best that you can. 100%. Are you the same, Nat? Yeah, I completely second that. It's like sometimes you don't have the luxury of having a routine of when you would slot in some work time. You know, some people might work one hour a day. Other people might work six hours a day. Um, this business is like it's going to put out however much you put in. So if you want it to pay like a full-time job, you've got to work it like a full-time job. Mm. And if you have kids, you just fit it in. You know, you use your oils, you film that, you hang out with your kids and then you do something else. You have some conversations with some people that you're talking to and then you hang out with your kids again and then you get them some dinner organized and then you might – film a video once they've gone to bed of you know putting some oils in your diffuser and just what you're using at night for you know sleep or whatever it is and and that's generally the routine it just sort of slots in however you want it to yeah and I think especially when you're a mum and time is so precious if you're if like if your child is having a nap and you know they're going to be having a nap for an hour, you smash out an hour of work. Like I can do five hours worth of work in one hour because I'm just really being so present with what it is that I'm doing. I agree. I'm, I'm very different. Obviously I don't have any kids, so the time constraints aren't as hectic for me so I feel like um it's a lot easier for me to try balance all of my social and work life um especially now that young living and the rose effect is all I have as a um commission or income hello so guys um Nat's computer just died (laughs) so I've got the ipad right up to the microphone did you have anything else you wanted to talk about or any bits of advice or um, if someone is just interested in getting, you know, a kit or just starting their low-tox journey, what they can do or who they can contact? So I think, like, the advice I would give is what I did, which was really, like, absorb the oily accounts that you're following. Like, I honestly think that that's really important because – you want to connect with whoever you're buying a kit with. You want to, I guess, see the way that they run their business and have that be in line with you. Our team, which is quite a wide team, like, you know, there's so many of us now, and you probably find us on, on Instagram. We're all, like, accessing the same resources, incredible resources, um, so I guess really just find that that person that you bond with, um, you know, there's a reason why we are the fastest growing team in young living in the world. Yeah. Like, and it's because of the way we run our business. A hundred percent. We are like the non-salesy, non-sleazy team that we give back so much. There is no such thing as keeping something for yourself or doing something on your own. Everything is done together. We have our supportive team chats and our groups and our Zooms that happen all the time. It's just honestly the most incredible place. And what's funny is it's now all of these girls that are in our team, 
it's like we're all best friends. We are talking to each other more than I talk to any of my other friends. It's just created such a close-knit community that I wish honestly on everyone because it's life-changing. Yeah, it's such a beautiful community and a beautiful environment. And like that said, for anybody that is wanting to get into it, it really is about finding that person that you resonate with because whoever it is that you sign up with, you become a part of their team and their tribe and they will be your support network. And so it's about finding that person that you really want to be doing the low-tox lifestyle with and and have as your support network, whether you just want to be a user of the oils and the natural products or whether you choose to be a part of the business as well. Oh, I couldn't have said it better. That is just so perfect. And I definitely think that you nailed every single bit of that. I 100% agree. And if you did want to get in contact with any of us, I will leave all of the um, social media links in the show notes um, so you can go have a little stalk of all the girls' accounts and give them a follow um, because it's definitely appreciated, especially because all of their accounts are so amazing. Right? Yes, they are. And Nat's got a little car diffuser yeah, in at the car. moment. It's so funny. And where and, and Natalia and Maddie and I, we are all doing this business together as well. We're all part of the same team and where we just support each other and we love on each other every single day and we're doing this podcast together right now. So yeah, it's just the most incredible community. Oh. I just love you. I love you. <laughs> Alrighty. So we will just end it there because, as I said, the girls are currently probably dying in the car. It looks really hot where you are. It's quite warm. Yeah. Um, that has the diffuser going and a little bit of air conditioning, so we're doing okay. Alrighty. So that is it. Did you have anything else you needed to say or is have you got everything covered? Oh, yeah, yes. It is 100% more cornier and lovier in real life, especially because we have this um, little app called Voxer and we all chat. It's like a little walkie-talkie app. So we all just chat with each other literally every single day, all day, just about life and oils and all of that kind of thing. But, yeah, so if you – whoa, my brain just lagged a little bit then. But if you were interested in – um getting a kit or starting the business just give one of us a fling of a message and then we can set you up and then we can get you started and you can join the family (laughs) sounds good and we're an open book for any questions that you have ever yeah and there is honestly no obligation you can come and you can ask questions and you can leave there is no obligation at all to buy a kit or do the business no and that's what's so good because it's like you don't have to just ask a question and then spark an interest in us and then go, oh, you're stuck, you're hooked, you're not leaving, you have to buy a kit, you have to spend this much money. It's all it's all optional. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, well, 
we will end it there. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It means a lot to me and it means a lot to Shelbs as well that you've made the time to come and say g'day and give us um, your life story. But, um, yeah, I hope that you guys have an amazing day and thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you wanted any other topics to be talked about or if you have any feedback, just let us know. If you know of anyone that you want on the podcast, um, give us a hoy and then we'll um, get them on. But that is it. So thank you. Alrighty, so that is the end of our podcast for today. So thank you so much for joining our Divine Discussions. Now, if you want to become a part of our EV fam, please head to at Elan Vitale Podcast on Insta or Facebook. And just as an FYI, we have a new episode releasing every Thursday. All right, peace out. <laughs> <laughs>